is back. The Brian Mudd Show. Throw in your two cents. Call 1-866-610-6397. That's 1-866-610-6397. There is still an active war going on uh, between Russia and Ukraine in cyberspace. That the voice of longtime presidential intelligence advisor and the first cyber czar our country had, Richard Clark, who incidentally is out with a recently released thriller called Artificial Intelligentsia, stayed very connected to cybersecurity in the years since uh, being a presidential advisor and, and working in that capacity. And, uh, well, Richard Clark joins us now. Appreciate the time. Good morning, Brian. Great to be with you. Okay, so, I mean, the extent to which we are threatened um, online, a lot of it is known and, and even common knowledge that, hey, you know, the Russians represent a, a cyber warfare type of threat, uh, Chinese interests. I, I know we're concerned by, um, in the grand scheme of, of what keeps you up at night, what is it? Well, right now it's the threat that Russia will retaliate in cyberspace for all the military assistance we're giving to Ukraine and all the damage we're doing to the Russian economy through our economic sanctions. Uh, the Russians have demonstrated the ability to do things like shut off pipelines, shut off electric power grids. Uh, they may get to the point where they think they have to push us back from helping Ukraine too much by hitting us here, here in the homeland. How equipped do you think we are to handle it? Well, not very. Uh, the Russians did, in fact, attack the colonial pipeline on the East Coast last year, and we were not very well protected. Uh, I think some organizations are, but you just take a look, you know, at all the uh, uh, ransomware attacks that have been going on for the last two years. And hospitals have been uh, forced to shut down because of ransomware. Thousands, actually ten, over 10,000 companies in the United States forced to shut down for some period of time because of ransomware attacks, most of which were coming from Russian criminal groups. And to this end, you you take a look at the reactive versus proactive approach. We know typically in law enforcement tends to be reactive. How proactive are we able to be these days? Uh, you know, or you know, do we necessarily have to be in the position to be reactive to whatever it is they're attempting next? Well, we do, and the FBI is getting better. Uh, the FBI director uh, revealed last week that they knew about a Russian criminal group that was going to hit uh, Boston's Children's Hospital with a ransomware attack. They knew about it two days in advance, uh, and they alerted the hospital. They told the hospital how to stop it. So that's an example of being proactive. But it's a very small number of cases where we've been able to do that versus a very large number where the ransomware has succeeded. Speaking to longtime presidential intelligence advisor and the first cybersecurity czar, Richard Clark, his new book, Artificial Intelligentsia. Give us a little bit of an idea about uh, why you decided to put together a thriller. Well, you know, I've done five novels now. This is the fifth. And the reaction I get from a lot of people is, you know, I would never have picked up a book about artificial intelligence, but... I will pick up a thriller, a murder mystery uh, that has a you know got a page turning quality to it with interesting characters and surprise 
ending. And along the way, oh, hey, I learned a lot about artificial intelligence. And I didn't have to go, you know, studying it. It was easy. I just learned it by osmosis as part of the plot. So what I've tried to do here is tell people what the world is going to be like five years from now when artificial intelligence and maybe quantum computing uh, kick into gear. It'll be a very different world. So to that end, just this week we have the account of a Google engineer working within Google's AI program said, uh, hey, this thing is sentient. This has gone to that place that, you know, is like every kind of sci-fi freak out thriller, which is, you know, the, the robots overtake the people. What do you make of that development? Well, I don't think it's happened yet, but it's, it's very funny because in my novel, there's also a guy who says, wait a minute, maybe this murder was conducted by an artificial intelligence program. Maybe all of these, uh, this theft was conducted by an artificial intelligence program that's gone rogue. Well, I won't, I won't reveal whether or not that's true in, in the novel. I don't think it's true yet in reality, and it may never be. Uh, but we do need to have rules for what artificial intelligence does because sometimes it discriminates against people, uh, you know, based on race. It doesn't mean to, but it ends up doing that. And so we need to make sure that the people who program artificial intelligence are doing it within certain guidelines. There are a number of engineers in my family. I was not wired that way. Uh, so much of this stuff is is way beyond me. But one thing in particular that, you know, seems to be the case, like, for example, you talk about yeah, regulation, basically, and, and some of these guardrails to put in place. If you pay attention to congressional hearings, for example, it is so evident that most congressional representatives don't have the first clue relative to the actual technology and insert topic here. I mean, it's just a, you know, the reality of the world that the best and brightest in technology, in software engineering, are not necessarily going to be members of, of Congress to be able to enact policy. So within that construct, what is it that you think we can do to help keep responsible parameters and regulation in place? Well, first of all, you're absolutely right. The congressmen don't know anything about this, and they, they should not be writing regulations. What we need to do is get the people in the field together. There, you know, there are lots of uh, places where the government can create a forum and bring outside experts in to say, what do you all think we should do? And we do this all the time in government, and it usually works. Uh, we're doing it right now, for example, with DNA and, and biotech and genetic engineering. We need to do it also, um, bringing ethics, bringing morals, bringing standards into artificial intelligence. That makes a lot of sense to me. Richard Clark, his new thriller, Artificial Intelligentsia. Appreciate it. Thank you, Brian.